This is the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. And we are live. Thank you, everybody, for coming to this episode of the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. As you can see, I have a guest. I will present her properly in just a second. I want to say that um, whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening to this on a podcast platform, uh, you can look in the description of this episode and you'll see a few links where you can click in if you would like to support my work here on the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. All of your support, uh, all of your backing uh, donations and whatnot is greatly appreciated you're keeping uh this brother off the streets so buy, buy him a coffee buy me a coffee that's the coolest <laughs> thing yeah buy me a coffee yeah. use that one there's three different links but use buy me a coffee i like buy me a coffee. no use use whichever link is is uh, easiest for you but buy me a coffee is is uh is a is a cool way to go so enough of that uh here we are as you guys can see here's tiffy uh tiffy is i i do believe you have the current record for the most number of appearances on my podcast yeah i do you've actually um you, you've come a step above Above just a guest you've actually been a guest host yes i did you that know, was so much fun to be the host you've you've come on and you've had uh different subjects that you wanted to take up we're going to do that today i'm excited about it i do and uh i just want to say welcome back you you've uh, you've been gone you had a little uh i don't know laryngitis or, or voice problems it, it started with um excuse my voice it started with um i got pneumonia last September. That's right. It started with pneumonia. And I got yeah. pneumonia and it was in the middle of the pandemic the first year. Everybody's still panicking. We're still like only a few months in. So the doctors wouldn't let anybody that had a respiratory problem come into the office. That's and right. So I just sat and hacked and hacked and coughed and I couldn't get seen by anybody. I gotta tell you, you had me. First I thought, <laughs> this, this, this chick's got COVID. Yeah. And then, and then and at that time, especially people were really uncertain about it. Yeah. Didn't know how serious it was so people were I terrified was, of so i was worried about you but yeah. then the relief came when you said it wasn't covid but it was it was well it turned out to be now it's chronic laryngitis yeah. is what they're saying and it's from i basically just destroyed my larynx from all the coughing yeah. And do you um, talk too much? Oh yeah. Coffee. Yeah, I do coffee. talk too <laughs> much too, but the coughing, it was like, it was, you know, I didn't get seen by the doctor until about January. So I was running with you had a long months. period of coughing. Oh, you so had sick. me worried first. I thought it was COVID. Then I thought it was the other C word. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I'm, I'm happy because I, I love you to death. Snoopy loves you to death. Uh, uh, and I'm so glad that it's not a, uh, I mean, it's a serious thing. Your voice has been messed up for Almost a year. Almost a year, yeah. But 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 I'm glad that it wasn't so serious as to be something that was life threatening. Yes. So, so it's not life threatening, but we don't know if it's reversible yet. So um, because but it, you sound kind of cool. I actually. know I got a little Macy Gray thing going on. You got this on. Macy yeah. Gray thing. I think I can like probably start like a sex Kim, talk. Kim Carnes, <laughs> Betty Davis. I, was, I bet you could sing the shit out of that song. <laughs> <She's got laughs> Betty Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a couple notes. Yeah. No, no so I I uh, I'm just glad that you're up and about and on your feet and I'm, and I'm glad to have you back on uh on my podcast but today it's your podcast you came in with an interesting subject i came in with an interesting tell us subject. about it well the subject is it, it, this actually started i just no, i didn't want to say i just turned 40 but i turned 40 this year and i Congratulations. turned thank you milestone i made it this far you know i turned 40 and on my birthday which happens also to be international women's day on my birthday, I didn't know that. Yes, I was born on International Women's Day. So, um, but on my birthday, this man uh, mansplained to me. Oh, the M word. Oh, goddamn. The M word. He mansplained to me how to be poor. 
Now, whoa, hold on. Yeah, whoa, hold up. Of all subjects, how to be poor. How to be poor. Uh, I don't remember what brought Dude. up the topic. <laughs> I really don't. Um, because the mansplaining just took my breath away. Because yeah. this man I've known since school. Okay. And while I was going to that school, I was, <laughs> I was homeless. I was living in my car. And he knew that. And only a few people. This is here in Nor- after you came here to Norway. This was after here I right. came to Norway. Right. I was homeless. I was living in my yeah. goddamn car, yeah. and you know, but not just that. But I was living well. Yeah. Even though I was living in my car, I remember I, you've talked about that a little bit. That it wasn't. Uh, of course, it's not a good situation. But, no. but you made. But you, you, you were. I was resourceful. Right. I made it work. You found a way. I yeah. found a way. You know, I found, I knew where I could take a shower. Yeah. I, I made friends with um, some convenience store workers, you know, so I knew when they worked, so I knew when I can come in and get some hot water so I can cook my ramen noodles because I didn't have enough to cook on or, you know, use their microwave or something, yeah. Yeah. you know, and I made friends with people and I organized myself. I knew how to be poor. And this motherfucker's trying to explain to me how to be poor. So I remember that blew me away. What and, a weird angle to mansplain from. Yeah, it was a weird angle. And, and the fact that he knew that and, and he knew that I was living okay. And I remember when we were going to school, he was like, I can't believe you can do this the way you do and still find the place to do your studies at a Wi-Fi station or, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so, you know, you were, you, were, you were homeless. You were going to school. I was homeless and in college. Uh, no, I didn't have my son yet. This was before. This was my, okay. before my son. It's my first year. Okay. So this was my, before my son. I'm homeless, um, you know. But I'm figuring it out, yeah, and I'm yeah. getting A's and B's. I'm doing yeah. all right. And he had mentioned something to me about, you know, wow, you're kicking ass. But then on my 40th birthday, he wants to mansplain to me the proper way to be poor and how to do it. So I got pissed. So what I decided to do <laughs> was create my own study, and um, I wanted to do a study of a whole year. But obviously, we haven't made you it to my 40th. You don't oh, have a scientist on it. I got. I go because. You know, I got two bachelor's degrees. You know, yeah, yeah. you don't get that much education without learning how to do a little bit of there research. You go, you smart and, little so and so. And doing <laughs> and doing smart research, yeah. doing you know like qualitative method, quantitative well, method. And isn't that you know, and, and kind of on the serious tip, the, the, the whole thing with finding out what you're talking about before you open your mouth, isn't that something that's just kind of missing from society, uh, specifically with mansplaining? A lot of these dudes, when they mansplain. They're talking from a platform that really doesn't exist. In other words, they don't have real knowledge behind what they're saying. It's just not necessarily. This, it's just this chauvinistic. Not necessarily. Actually, I, like I said, I like to do my yeah. studies. Tell us. So more. I did some research, and first of all, um, the the the. T- the term mansplaining, it was added into the Oxford Dictionary in 2014. Right. Fairly new. Fairly new. And the actual um, definition of it is uh, an explanation, typically by a man, usually by a man, uh, to a woman in a patronizing and condescending way. But it's not, men, men get mansplained too. Sure, so, absolutely. so I want to go on the record right now and say that this is not going to be a man bashing episode at all. This is a, 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 clinical study about this okay because i love so my we're, we're sticking to the facts there's no agenda there's here. no agenda here there's no feminist there's no uh, feminism uh, agenda yeah. it's about we're not um, sponsored by no <laughs> <laughs> we're, definitely we're not, not sponsored by we're gillette def- or we're nothing definitely like that. not sponsored i can tell you that right now okay? we ain't sponsored okay <laughs> so but you know uh, so that's what it is and yeah. and i know for a fact that men get mansplained too because yes. let yeah. me tell you a story about that my man andrew um came home and this happened like last year but i it it's still stuck in my mind because it was so fascinating to yeah. me. My man came home from work and he was so pissed. He was so pissed off and he proceeds to tell me. Now he works in UX design, 
computer design, right? What's it called? UX? UX, you know, user experience. Okay. Okay. So he makes things easier to use and more you have intuitive. To dumb it down for me. Yeah. UX, I, I, he makes, he makes the, say use, he puts the buttons on the screen okay. where it would be more intuitive to put it and that gotcha. kind of thing. Yeah. So, but he, that's his job. But he came home and he was pissed off because he said that this man at work was trying to explain to him how to do his job. Right. And he said, and this motherfucker, he doesn't even do UX. He's just a programmer. And I started laughing. And I said, honey, welcome to womanhood. Yeah. Welcome to womanhood. You just got mansplained. And he was so raging mad. Well, but it's very frustrating. It is. It is. It is. It's like it, they're taking away all of your, they're taking away your point of view. They're taking away your uh, ability to right. Well, the thing is, just, interruptions matter. Absolutely. It's it's linked to um, your social hierarchy, your your power. If you interrupt somebody and tell them what to do, it's a power move. It's a power move. Yeah, yeah and and it's really really obnoxious. It's domination. Right, but this word came to term. The mansplaining came to term. It was inspired by Rebecca Solnit's essay. It was entitled "Men Explain Things to Me: Colon Facts Didn't Get in the Way." Uh-huh. And it was a phenomenal essay. I read it. It was great. It basically, she tells a story about how she went to this party. And at this party, now she's a writer. And a man came to her and said, you know, I heard you've read some books, you yeah. know, or written some books. Sorry. I've heard you've written some books and kind of said it in like a talking to a seven-year-old, like, oh, oh show me your so drawings. Yeah, yeah, so we started it. It was, she was, it was like very condescending. I, I heard you wrote some books. And he said, tell me about them. So she told him about one. I can't, ex- I can't exactly remember what the book was about, but um, he started saying, oh, you know what? A great book just come out on the same subject and proceeds to explain to her this book. Her friend walks by and says, that's her book. She's the author of the book. Yeah. He's explaining her book to her. Oh. And it took somebody to say three or four times to him. That's her book before he stopped. So it just didn't register. It didn't register. He felt like he needed to explain to her um, about this book. So can I extrapolate then and think that it's probably in general common for mansplainers to not even be aware they're doing it? Or is it a conscious power move? This is a question. And this is this is actually the question at the end of my. Um, uh, my uh, whole study here. I jumped the gun. Is, yeah, you jumped the gun. That's actually the, the question that's left in the air. Okay. So you jumped the gun on that one. But um, yeah, so but mansplaining, it's like mansplaining didn't start in 2008. You know what I mean? This has been going on for centuries and centuries. And let me let me ask you for an example. Like we talked about your motorcycle that you had back in Chicago. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> when you bought that motorcycle, did you buy it brand new? No, it was used. It was used, but it was still... It's, a nice it's in great shape. It's yeah. in great shape. Yeah. A nice motorcycle. Did you tell Honda, your Honda Shadow? Okay, seven fifty. There you go. See already, already. What you? I'm not saying you're man. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not mansplaining to me. Okay, yeah. You're doing exactly what you would do to a boy. Uh, well, if when you told your boys, I bought this motorcycle. What kind of comments and questions did they ask you? Okay, okay. They ask you, what so is it, a be, Honda? So it'd be what kind, you know, uh, what size motor? Yeah. Does it have so, a hammy? What co- yeah, what color <laughs> and things like that. Okay, right. yeah. Right, so they'll be asking you about specs. Yeah. How fast does it go, man? Things cool. Like that, yeah. Can I ride it sometime? Ooh, can I touch it? You yeah. know, yeah. whatever. What kind of gas? That's the kind of questions. Now, let me tell you a story. We're going to we're gonna walk through a story that this happened. I thought I was mansplaining. For no, you were mansplaining. No, you were. <laughs> My heart t- stopped. You, no, you were talking to me like, yeah. like you would, it's a Honda, it's yeah. 707. Da, 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 yeah. You know, you talk yeah. to him about the specs and how cool it is. Yeah. I'm going to walk you through. And it might okay. be a long story. But no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's, let's talk about it. Now, you know, I rode up in here on my little e-scooter. 
Yeah. Right. And, and, yeah, yeah. It's cute little scooter. It's great because I don't have a car anymore. I had to turn in my car um, because it was L, a lease. L, L, uh, <laughs> uh, <electric. clears throat> Excuse me. It was an electric car, but yeah. it was an it was a lease, right. and my lease ran out. Yeah. So I had to turn in my car, and I can't afford a new car. But my town's small, and so I figured I'd get me a little e-scooter, get me around town. So I wanted to buy this e-scooter. I'm, I'm going to wash my throat because this is going to be some Wash shit. your throat, girlfriend. Okay. Just Rinse it off. Um, I called. Um, I'm not going to um, call out this mansplainer because he's a man that's still in my life, and I love him, okay. and I want him to be in my life, you know. But this mansplaining actually hurt me so hard. I okay. mean, I'm going through a grieving process over this. Okay, Truly, yeah, an actual yeah, grieving process. Yeah. I went through already, I went through, you know, the whole anger and denial. And because all this guy was someone you knew and cared about. Who, right? so, somebody I know and maybe, loved maybe dearly. Maybe felt betrayed? Or no. It's, disappointed that they it's were Because capable. I'm grieving that part of our relationship that we used to have I where see. I thought he respected me. Oh. And I thought he thought I was smart. And I thought he yeah. thought I had something smart to say. Yeah. Now I'm like, yeah. why does he even hang out with me if he thinks I'm right. this dumb? But let me, let me walk you through this story. So I'm going to buy this e-scooter because it's going to help me get around town easier save me some time it saves me an hour in time to get to work you know because it's beautiful yeah it's yeah. a beautiful thing right but i didn't quite have enough money to buy okay. this thing now i called my man you know and i said dude homeboy i don't i'm gonna call him chip Let's call him Chip. Let's call him Chip. I'm going to call my homeboy. <laughs> Chip, Chip, that's a great name it's for him. Because I don't want to call him out, you know, but I call I hate Chip. I generalize, but Chip is a good name Chip for Chip is a good name for a mansplainer. <laughs> okay, let's call him Chip. <laughs> so I called Chip and I said, Chip, I found this cool e-scooter. Uh, it, it's going to save me at least two hours every day, you know, and then I can spend more time with my son and make your life a lot make easier. my life easier. And I want to buy it this month because school starts this month yeah. and it really make all this yeah. life easier. I said, can I borrow a thousand kroner? I'm off by a thousand. I got most of the money. Can I borrow a thousand? It's about a hundred bucks. About a hundred bucks. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and he knows I borrowed money from him before. He knows I'm good for him. Sure. He knows I'm going to pay sure. him on payday. Sure. Not a problem. So, you know what he asked me? What did he ask you? Mm. What did Chip say? Chip said... Chip said, and I can't because I don't have that voice, but he said, are you sure? And he said it in that tone, like I, the tone I give my son when he's like trying to do his math problem. And he goes, <laughs> six times six is um 30. And I'll yeah. go, are you sure? Like yeah. to check your answer. So that already talking to me like a child. And you're a grown ass woman. I'm a grown and ass woman. And you hear somebody woman. with that tone of voice. Are I you sure? That, that would be a little. So already my, my asshole yeah. puckered up a little bit. I, I'll be honest with you. I puckered up a little bit. I'm like, what is this tone? It's a picture. You know, so the next thing he says, I said, well, first I said, yes. Yes, I am sure, is what I said. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure. He goes, well, you know, I read in the Oslo newspaper. Oh, boy. Right? Uh, did you read in the Oslo newspaper about these bikes? And I finished the headline for him. Now, yeah. this should indicate to him that, yes, I have right. read, I have read this article. Yeah. yeah, I read it. Yeah. So I said, yeah, I heard about it. You know, the, all these e-scooters are just laying around town. And Oslo is thinking about not allowing people to ride these things after 5 p.m. Yeah. But I live in Porsche Grand. I, I told him, I live in Porsche Grand. Porsche Grand is not Oslo. It's, it's right. Oslo is a met met metropolis. I live like with horses and cows and shit. We're not leaving. You take people. two steps out of downtown Porsche Grand, you're out in the sticks. Mm -hmm. It's a big difference. It's not Oslo. It's not Oslo. So these bikes aren't littering our streets. Right. So this is, hasn't been a problem. So, right. okay. So, but then the next question he gives me, and this is the one that stabbed me. This hurt me. He said, what if it rains? Now, do you know do you know why that hurt me so bad? It's because this man knows, you know, 
I've been on the earth 40 years. Right. 27 of those years, I lived in the thunder and lightning storm capital of the world. Right. I was also right. homeless. I lived the what if it rains lifestyle. You, yeah. He thought, you got a plan. You got a plan, I would imagine. This motherfucker yeah. actually believed that maybe she didn't consider when she bought a vehicle that has no roof and no walls about what if it rains. He thought that I didn't already consider that, yeah. that he had to ask that question for me to start thinking about like it. Like a mother to a six-year-old child yes. doing math homework. What if it rains, yeah. he says. Yeah. I said, I don't know, Chip. Maybe do the thing that, you know, even fucking dormice and dung beetles know what to do. I find shelter, Chip. That's when I said, I'm getting mad now. So now I'm in the anger phase. Because first I was in denial. My asshole puckered up with me. Are you sure? I'm like. Going through that cycle of. uh, This is not going to be a mansplain. But then he said, what if it rains? From denial to anger. What if it rains? Jesus Christ. Even mice know what to do with the rain. So I got mad. So I told him, I'll find shelter or I'll leave the damn thing at home. You know, um, women have the capacity to, you know, look outside the fucking window. Last time I observed, absolutely. Okay. (laughs) So I thought maybe this conversation, hopefully this manslaughtering of mansplaining is going to be done. But he says to me then, he goes, well, you know, summer's almost over. You're not going to have much time to ride it. Now, Chip (sighs) bought a fucking boat in Norway. Okay, he bought a boat in Norway for 150,000 kroner. You know how many rides he gets every year in the summer's almost over season? Probably like 15, 15 rides. And then depending on the size of the boat and the motor and all that, he may not even get much use of it in the summertime because it gets pretty doggone windy on, on the right. Norwegian coast. But he wants, but he wants to talk to he you wants about, to talk to me about I'm wasting money because summer's almost over. But I told him, I said, well, Chip, you know, I did read in the specs and it turns out that the engine and the bike does not explode at New Year's Eve. <laughs> right. You know, right. I can ride it again next year when the snow melts. Doesn't turn Did you know that? It doesn't turn into a pumpkin at midnight. It doesn't turn into pumpkin. I can ride, I'll still get money out of it next still, year, Chip. Yeah. You know? So, um, but then You're I You're probably him, pretty pissed by this I'm, time. I'm, I'm shaking at yeah. this point. Yeah. I'm in disbelief. Yeah. And when I'm Because dis- he's just taking away all of your adulthood and decision-making abilities. Yeah. And- he's talking to me like I'm, you know, I'm yeah. some, smashing some tambourine and drooling yeah. on myself somewhere. <laughs> so, and I, and I had mentioned, I said, me and Liam, my son, Liam, we're going to share this. Because yeah. sometimes he wants to go to his friend's house. Right. And if he wants to go take the bus, he's got to change buses. It takes him about an hour to get right. there. But on the scooter, it's a 15-minute ride right. up to his right. friend's house. So I said, we're going to share it though but that's all i said i said me and liam are going to share it and he goes how are you going to share it now i don't know about you but i learned how to share things when i was four right how right. am i going to share it? so this time i'm raging mad and i'm shaking and when i'm super mad i turn to jokes because i'm trying to i want to take sure i want to take down the tension so i said well you know i'll just throw them on my back like a pupusa yeah you know i'm trying yeah. to make a joke out yeah. of it and I'm, I'm thinking maybe this breaks the tension and he's going to stop the mansplaining and you know what he says to me dead serious he goes tiffany that's illegal like i didn't dead know serious. he didn't catch dead serious humor. he, he thought that thought, was a real suggestion from me he still thought you were the this this grown-ass woman incapable right. of making a smart decision uh, yeah and i'm putting my own son in danger by throwing him on my back on electric i'm like get the fuck so i said stop it man just stop it i said you know what fuck it fuck it i didn't need it end of conversation how was your day i'm trying to change the subject <laughs> i'm done i'm like done i said i'm sick of this mansplaining yeah and I said the word. I said the, so I said the monster out loud. I called his name. Yeah. I said, I'm sick of this mansplaining. And he says, I'm not mansplaining. I'm just, and I cut his ass off again. And do you know why I cut his ass off? 
because every woman out there that's watching this on YouTube, every woman out there listening out here, she knows the end of that sentence. Yeah. Just like every every black person, let me let me put it to this way. Every black person knows the end of this sentence. I'm not racist because I have there you go. A black friend. A black friend. Yeah. So women know the end of yeah. this this sentence too, right. just like black folk know the end of that. I wasn't mansplaining. I was just making sure. It's either that one or I was just playing devil's advocate. It's always one of the two. Now, first of all, did anybody ask you for any role play? Right. Did right. anybody ask you to play devil's advocate? Did we even discuss playing devil's advocate? Right. Did, right. Did, when he asked me, are you sure? Did I say, not quite. Can we play devil's advocate so I, can, I, so I can get think, a better idea? But I think a lot of guys who mansplain, they, they jump to that devil's advocate thing. You know, hey, I'm, you know, I'm just trying to have a discussion. I just want to make sure is that, that what you're, it is? I think that's what it is. They get caught and they're like, right, okay, how but do you I said, get out of you this? You said that again. You said that again. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Now, when you got that motorcycle, yeah. did men ask you, but what if it rains, man? No, not a single no, they, no. They didn't They didn't feel the need to just make sure for you. That right. You, just make sure that you They knew, trusted that just, I made the right decision in buying that yeah, piece of equipment that yeah, I wanted for my use. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you know, you might have to get insurance, man. Did you ever think about insurance? Did yeah, they ask no you No questions about? like that. N not a goddamn question. And, and, and P.S., I didn't have insurance. No. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, shakalaka. <laughs> you know, did they, did they say, you know, because Chicago's windy, they say, you know. Well, summer's almost over, man. You know, have Not you considered? A, no. no concerns. So about they didn't that. have to just make sure right, for you. Right. So why do men have to just make sure for women? There's a study on that, John. I want to hear. You know, there's been a lot of speculation as to why men do it. I want to hear what you found out from the experts. Let's 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 spit some facts. Now. Yeah, why let me see. Let me see. This? Okay, here it because is. Because it is a it is a fan. It's it's a it's a phenomenal thing to observe when it's happening. Right. I can never I can never seem to to figure out <clears throat> what drives men to do that other than this, you know, you have male privilege, more specifically white male privilege. And it's a very comfortable thing to, to use if you are a white male and yeah. maybe they just like the feeling of power of control. Yeah. They have to exercise. I don't know, but what do the experts say? Well, the experts say, um, the experts say, I looked at psychology today, which is a very good, um, yeah. psychological, reputable, re very reputable. Yeah. And, um, because what mansplaining kind of is, is, um, man, men intervening. Yes. Right. It's an intervention. Yeah. It is an intervention. And just like, okay. And then let's use the word intervention. If you say, um, if you say you saw chip, you know, which is going to use Chip again, yeah. but you saw Chip really, really drunk one time at a wedding, right? Yeah. How sure are you right then and there that he's absolutely an alcoholic and he needs an intervention? Yeah, I wouldn't draw that conclusion. You wouldn't draw that conclusion, no. right? Because I would see just see Chip having a good time at a wedding, and, right? And maybe but then, had a few too many drinks. But then, like three months later, you bump into him again, and now it's at somebody's fiftieth birthday party, and he's really drunk again. Do you think that okay, now it's time to call an intervention right now? No, I still wouldn't even question whether he has a problem or not. Right. Again, I would from 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 those two instances, the in the context in which I would have experienced it, I would have just thought Chip is I mean I mean I wouldn't have thought anything. Chip is at a party or whatever. He's at a party. He's right? drinking. So and you're not you're not at least because what this expert says is in order to for a person to have the um 
the intuition to the 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 need to intervene in yeah. somebody's life they have to be at least now it, if they're if they're one of those people that don't have impulse control they have to be at least 60% sure right you have to be at least 60% sure this guy is absolutely an alcoholic like okay, okay yeah. so you got to right. yeah, yeah, yeah you got to be at least 60% but most people to go to that far, have to be between 75 and 80% sure. Right. Right. So if you don't have impulse control problems, you got to be released. So that means coming into a conversation when a man has to feel he's already, already, he's already explained it to you. He's already 80%, 70, 75 to 80% sure. That's pretty amazing. That the woman does yeah. have no idea what she's talking about without knowing anything about her experience, without knowing anything about her past, <clears throat> just walking in into a conversation already assumes 80% and there's that, she ingrained, has no that ingrained sense of superiority uh, and privilege that I was talking about and it's, it's ingrained it's, it's not, ingrained yeah. it's ingrained so and and that's why that's, sorry Chip sorry it's ingrained. Chip. and that's why I was grieving because yeah. even though as much as Chip knew about me like he's known me for years even though as much he's as he still, he still was 80% sure that I didn't know what to do with the friend, yeah so that's why my heart, and I'm, I am honestly grieving. Like, oh, I totally get it. And, and I'm, I'm drawing a lot of parallels. Uh, and I think I've spoken about this before. I think I've spoken to you about this before, how since I've been doing my podcast and, and like last summer when I was talking a lot about racism and inequality mm -hmm. and inequity in America, I had friends who got pissed at me because how dare, how dare John bring that, you know, and it's. These are friends that I've had in my life for 15, 20 years. I remember you talking yeah, about Yeah, and it crushed me. How I, I've basically been walking around being friends, close friends in some cases, with people who are not of the mindset that I thought they were, and it right. hurts. And it's, the, grieving. It, it's a grieving process. And so you I, draw that, I draw that parallel. So when you say you're grieving I because agree. of what Chip, uh, the, the way Chip treated you, I get it, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally get it. Yeah, and so I mean, we we've kissed and made up for 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 all intents and purposes. But you probably but, still are a little. But now, but now, yeah, but now, um, now I don't think I can come to him for help anymore. Well, there you go. It's left a stain. It's yeah. left a stain you on can, my heart. You can forgive and forget. Well, oh. you can forgive, but forgetting. I, might I can be a forgive little too much yeah, to, to, uh, yeah. to ask right now for sure. Right, but I right. know like, like for example, you know, he bought a boat, like I told you. And when he bought the boat, you know, I wanted to be his first mate. I like riding on boats, uh -huh. but I, I wanted to learn how to tie the knots. Right. Yeah. So, but you know, I have the capability of going on YouTube yeah. Know, looking up a YouTube video and learning how to do yeah. the knots. But I knew Chip is a Boy Scout. He was an right. Eagle Scout. He knows how to do the and knots. So I asked him instead because I thought that would be a great bonding moment. Right. It's sure. more fun to learn with a sure. friend that can Absolutely. you can ask questions to. Yeah. But I guess maybe in asking him that, he thinks that I'm incapable of finding things out for myself. So that's why I'm grieving. So right now I'm in the depression stage. I mean, I have cried this out. Um, and I'm hoping that with this conversation, you guys can kick me into the acceptance and, and you and your listeners and can comment in it. But we do have to uh, realize that, you know, like I said, this is not man bashing. A lot of men don't know that they're mansplaining. Right. They really don't because right. it's so instinctual yeah. that they feel they're already 80% sure the woman in front of them don't know what they're doing. So it's an instinctual. It's ingrained, yeah. it's ingrained to intervene. So here it is for any man. Uh, oh, God, rinse it off again. <laughs> For any man who, um, first of all, if you are going, if you're super defensive right now about this topic, then you probably are a mansplainer. Now, if you're interested in listening to what I got to say here, then you're an ally and you want to quit and you, you, now, you know, 
And if you, because it's possible to be a mansplainer, but you want to recover. You want to recover, you know, because you, you can be you can be an ally. You can be an ally. You can, you can turn it around. Okay? You can, everybody can overcome something. Stay, stay, stay with us, Chip. Adapt, overcome, stay, improvise. Stay, adapt. With, stay with us, Chip. Stay with us, Chip. So here it is. So for all the men out there, this is going to help, I think, because I'm trying. For all the men out there who don't know if they're mansplaining, um, before you open your mouth, okay, and you feel like you're going to explain anything, you're going to ask yourself this list of questions. Yeah. And question number one is the very, very most important question. Question number one, before you start explaining something to a woman, ask yourself, did anybody fucking ask you? <laughs> yeah. You know, isn't that a great question? Isn't that a Did very, anybody fucking ask you? That is so often overlooked. Did That's anybody a, ask you? Do you were we were we even looking in your general direction? Like so I got a story about this. <laughs> I got plenty of stories. Because yeah, that was another study that like I said, I, I started to study when I was when I turned forty. I wanted to see how often I got mansplained. Oh. And yeah, and then up until now, I did the a math. Man, mansplainometer. A mansplainometer, right? So I took a journal and everything. I wrote it down, and it turns out I get mansplained three point six times a week, right? Which that's I actually thought, lower than I thought. It's yeah. Well, I thought it was like, damn, that's that's crazy. But I the average, the yeah. average woman. I looked yeah. it up. The average woman gets mansplained at work. This is only at work, not at home, not with no chip at home. Right. Okay, because we're not counting that. But at work, they get mansplained six times per week on average. Mansplaining. Can you imagine how tiring that must be? Yeah. Like, imagine you, John. Um, imagine you, like, you are a beefy guy, right? You know you're a beefy guy. Yeah. Okay? You got, I like, I look <laughs> Pro- at your- Protein <laughs> over, protein over screwed. I look, I look at your, your, the sleeves on your t-shirt and I feel genuine <laughs> sadness for them because I know when you take that t-shirt off, them arm <laughs> sleeve holes are, are as floppy as my <laughs> vagina. You know what I mean? They're just stretched out. <laughs> I know they're looking sad. So you're a beefy guy. But imagine um, six times a week, yeah. some random stranger tells you how to work out and they're skinny or they, you know, and they tell you six times per week for years. We're not talking about this just happens once. See, and when you say, and just to put it in perspective, people, uh, you know, you might have some young cat who thinks he knows everything at the gym. So that type of, uh, 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 uh know somebody overstepping their boundaries about training and nutrition and strength and all that stuff happens to me maybe six times a decade a decade but yeah. i can remember almost every time it happened right because so then so, so uh, then flash over to the uh, cut over to the woman who is mansplained on average six times a week and then ask yourself how tiring must that be yeah i'm mentally exhausted that has to be exhausting it is that has to be frustrating that has to do something with their self-confidence at right. some point because like i was going to say you, you know you're a beefy guy but if somebody kept telling you you know you, I would be like, you did you skip leg day dude did you skip like and then wearing, pretty soon yeah. you'll start getting body dysmorphia right absolutely. i mean this does real damage start wearing long sleeves in the summertime never wear shorts yeah. that's why that's why women this is why women um have such a strong reaction to mansplaining because it's a trauma response. It's a trauma response because mansplaining is also a tool that abusive men use uh, to keep the woman down. I'll tell you the story about that. I had an ex and I'm not going to hide his name. His name's Derek. Fuck that dude, right? (laughs) Let me tell you a story about Derek and this car ride, okay? Because he traumatized me so much that I now cannot, physically cannot, drive a car with a man in it. I can't. I won't. The man has to drive. And this is why. We were going on a, a road trip one time through the mountains, up over to Haukili and through all that stuff. But I'm loading up the trunk. I'm putting things in the trunk. And Derek goes, well, you know, there's some pollen on the windshield. You're going to want to wash that windshield. And I said, okay. 
you know, okay, I'll, I'll get to it. I haven't seen the windshield. I'm <laughs> yeah. just, let me put yeah. the shit in the car yeah. first and let me yeah. sort out because I'm driving, you know. Right. So, and I'm doing, I'm trying to do my check, but he's pointing things out all the way. Did you check your real, I haven't gotten that far yet. Did you check if your blinkers? So he's going through a pre-flight. He's going uh, through a pre-flight with me and I'm already, now he's got me up on this. <laughs> right, like, right, right. You know, and then, so I get in the car and we're driving down a little bit. Oh yeah, I think I wrote this shit down too. We were, yeah, this was it. The first thing he did was he leans over, gets in my way, and he flips my sun visor down for me because the sun was, you know, I was driving like this because the sun was my So he flips it like I didn't know to flip down Hold my on, dear. <laughs> <laughs> But the thing is, the sun visor only blocked up here because I'm five foot Cause one. <laughs> I, I knew it wasn't going to work. That's why I didn't flip it, bro. Right, like, right. I don't need your help. And, right, he, and right. so I, you know, took it and flipped it back and gave him a look like you're in my fucking sight. You right, know? I'm trying right. to drive. Don't fuck with the driver. So then I'm driving a little bit and then my shoulders start hurting because I got my steering wheel a little bit up like that. Yeah. He leans over me. And he takes my steering wheel and adjusts it down. No. Now I'm smushing my titties, right? Because I got to take all titties, right? Check the video. So you, it's, it's, if you guys are just listening, you're missing, you're, missing, you're missing a little imagery here. There you there go. There you go. So the, now I got the steering wheel. I can't turn it, you know? So I got my titties but all now, up but in. But how long had you guys been together at this Oh, point? God, only two months. Two months. Okay, so two this months. is early in the relationship. Oh, God. When it, he's supposed to be on best behavior. He's supposed to be on He's supposed to be trying to prove that he... Okay, and he's already doing this. I think he's trying to prove that he's the man. He's already trying to establish dominance in the relationship. Because don't men, don't relate, people in, men in relationships, like they sneak, they sneak the mansplaining into control. They do. But this guy was early on. He was early on it, and he was okay. hard on it, very okay. hard on it. So now I'm smushing my titties, so I give him that look again. Yeah. And I flipped it back up. I said, I'm fine, right? So and then, of course, as we're driving, he'll speed up, slow down, whatever, and all this shit is driving me fucking crazy. I know how to drive this car. I'm yeah, like, man. Yeah. But because now I'm frustrated, I am making mistakes. Right, I did right. forget to put my blinker on because I'm just well, in my you're head. you're mad, you're nervous, you're wondering what else head. is he going to yeah. do. Yeah. So but this is what happened now. Now we're about ready to go down Hackley, right? And we're only about, right now, we're going down the hill. We're about ready to go down the mountain. But we're only probably about a degree and a half angle or whatever. Yeah. So I'm just cruising a little bit. And then I know around the corner, that's when, you know, yeah. I need to downshift, right? This is a famous uh, uh, mountainside out west in Norway. For those who don't know, Haukili, it's pretty, it's, it's, it's... Uh, beautiful for skiing and everything. Oh, gosh, it's beautiful. But it's, it can be tricky. It can be it's tricky. It's a little steep, it, it's a little... Uh, but, you know, I'm, I drive like a grandma, so I'm not like... Well, well and again, you're a grown-ass woman. I'm a grown-ass woman. You've been driving. I've been driving. My, my son needs me home, you know, and it's, it gets snowy up there, you know? Right, right. So, you know, but I'm going, I'm thinking, you know, okay, when I get around the corner, I'm going to down shift but i all of a sudden hear oh, don't tell me oh yeah Derek. and then not only that but he says to me you gotta push the clutch stupid i got he's got his hand on my now john when they'd you're driving found, they'd have found a dead body on hercules this is what i'm saying <laughs> when you're driving a car would you allow to have a man all up on your stick never just grinding your shit while you never. never would that happen to any man i can't imagine a guy doing that to no me. no so i swat his fucking hand away i put that thing in down gear and now i'm mad now i'm gonna drive like he does which right. is when he does that rage driving you know men yeah. do that rage driving yeah. now they gotta drive too fast and yeah. hit that curve and i did that and when we got down to the bottom of the hill when i parked it i pulled that handbrake <laughs> ripped it around i scared god into his life okay <laughs> and i said if you're such a fucking expert you drive. So I threw the keys at him and I get in the passenger seat. I ripped him out. I'm like, you driving the yeah. rest of the way, motherfucker, yeah. right? Yeah. So we're driving after about 10 minutes. 
he made a mistake. I made sure to comment on it just one yeah, time, yeah, right? Yeah. And he looks at me and goes, shut up. And then we get one more mistake. He put forgot. That's a bad phrase to insert into shut a relationship. Up. Shut up. That's a uh -huh. bad phrase. Mm, especially on two months in. He says, shut up. So we go around the corner and then, then he forgot to put it on his blinker. And I said, you know, the blinkers work, right? Yeah. And he screamed at me and he goes, stop that. It's fucking annoying. Well. And I said, isn't it, Derek? Well. Isn't it? Well. Yeah. Yeah. But it still didn't. He didn't learn. I mean, I had to break up with his ass. I couldn't take it. But because while we were going up there. Is this then, a white dude? Of course it's a white dude. He's fucking well, I Canadian. Don't say of course. You said Derek now. Uh, I don't know too many okay. white dudes in Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Really? Okay, okay, yeah. I, I had to ask. He's Canadian. He's Canadian. So, yeah. Canadian? So, yeah, he's Canadian. But then while we were up there, and then, then another, the same day. <laughs> Same day. I don't even need a book for this I'm one. I'm sorry I distracted with my stupid <laughs> questions, but I've been sitting here for the last 10 minutes wondering, is Derek a brother? You know, he's not a brother. Okay. No, no, he's gotcha. a white gotcha. Canadian. So gotcha. anyway, um, we had to go and get some, because we're going to a party and we're getting lots yeah. of beer. But then we got to walk, you know, because yeah. we had been drinking now, so we're not going to take the car. Right. But we're going right. to walk with the beers because we had a beer run. Yeah. Uh, but we got to walk about a kilometer. So I got two bags and I got to lift it like this. Yeah. I'm lifting it, you know, walking around. And then, you know, about a half kilometer, I'm like, Derek, I got to put these things down. My arms hurt. Yeah. You know, my biceps hurt. He goes, why do your biceps hurt? I said, <laughs> well, I'm carrying these fucking pairs. He looks at me. He goes, well, stupid. Just let your arms hang. You don't have to use your biceps. Right. And I said, well, Derek, I'm not as tall as you. And he goes, what does height have to do with grip strength? I said, nothing, but it does have something to do with carrying the bags, because I'm 5'1", he's 6'1". What's wrong right? with this guy? So I said, he says, just let your arms hang. I said, all right, bro. So I let my arms hang. You know what happened? I can imagine. I bet. The grocery bags is <laughs> down. I bet that didn't down. last too long. Beers huh? is falling yep. everywhere. And I, I turned around and I had nothing left in the bags. And I looked at him and said, you're right. It's much lighter now. Thanks. <laughs> and I just walked. I had enough of it. I broke up with his ass that day. Now that right there is a classic example. I, I would say that's a classic classic example of a man who somewhere along the line, he was manipulated by this, this thing in society that is ingrained that says that the man is superior. I guess. The man makes the decisions. The women are weaker, not only physically, but also mentally and in their decision-making process. Yeah. He sounds like he should have been a, a character on Mad Men uh, yeah, from yeah. the 50s it, or something. It was, it, was, it was so wild. But, but the funny thing is, is he's not alone. I think there's a lot there's of so dudes many. out there. There's so many. And, and, and they do it to other men, too. Sure. They do sure. it to other men. It's, I just, it's you kind of touched no. on it. You know, there's a... There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a uh, an ally, an allyship to be had between um, uh, black men and women. Uh, you know, you call it mansplaining, and it happens to black men. Uh, you get a black man, and I'm speaking specifically about, about black men. I know it also happens with black women, but I can only speak from my uh, experience. Uh, as a black man <clears throat> who has done what I've done in the business world here in Norway and done things that are that step a little bit outside of your typical black immigrant. Right, right. And there's a lot of people here up through the years and recently who feel the need to open. And again, back to what you said before, did anybody even ask you? People feel the need to open their mouth about what I should do, how I should handle a situation, uh, you know, what I should have said in that interview. And it's like, oh, my God, 
wait a minute. Yeah. Would I've you seen say them. this? Would, yeah. And would you say this to a blonde haired, blue eyed, white Norwegian man? No. 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 So that no. mansplaining thing that women experience in the, let's call it whitesplaining. It is, it, you know, that's, I've heard that I term. Think I haven't studied it though. But I, but I think it's very, and I haven't studied it. I've, I've only lived it. Yeah. But I hear, but I hear so many similarities <laughs> and I don't think people whitesplain or mansplain 100% of the time with full knowledge that they're doing it. No. It is an ingrained thing it in is. society. Which takes us back to, like, how do they know? Because the, the way to change something, you can't change something you don't acknowledge. Right. So you have to be aware. Am right. I mansplaining? Ask yourself. Have a little insight. So like I said, let's yep. go back to that. Question number one was, did anybody even fucking ask you? Did anybody say, Chip, you know, explain this shit to me? No. Then I got a story about that. I was sitting, I, one of my, my girlfriends came from Florida. She came visiting here to Norway and we're sitting at a cafe and we're talking about her garden. She has a home in Florida and we're talking about, oh, we're going to plant some mango trees and avocado trees and all this stuff. And this man came to our table to explain to her why you can't grow avocado trees in Norway. Well, we weren't talking uh, about Norway. You know, make sure you know what you, what they why did you feel the need to come? Did anybody fucking ask you? No. So that's that's it. Number question number two. Ask yourself, do you have any letters behind your name on this topic? <laughs> Are you an MD, JD? Do you have a PhD, an LMNOP? Do you have yeah, any? But they spend a lot of time on the internet. Oh yes! Come on, now. Well, they, they they talk to a guy. You know, my my brother's cousins. They listen. Uncle, they listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but that's but you know what? That's where a lot of so-called facts are coming from. Hey, I I I heard it on this podcast, or hey, I I read it on uh, I read it on Reddit. That's you know? why I do my research before I open there my fucking go. mouth. There you go. So, but yeah, do you have any letters behind <laughs> your name on this topic? Are you an expert in your field about this? Yeah. Okay, if you are, that's great. Sure, that's fine. But, but you probably aren't. But then go to number three, and ask yourself: Did you check if she had letters behind her name on this topic? There was a famous mansplanation that happened. It, w- it went viral where this man was explaining something about space to a female astronaut. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? And yeah. he goes, and he asked her, what the fuck do you know about it? And then all she did was send a picture of her on the fucking space shuttle. You know, and it was like. I've, yeah, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen people. I think I've, I've talked about this before. Snoopy is, Snoopy is in general a badass. But one thing that she does that's impressive is her um, carpentry skills. Oh, yeah. Uh, and yeah, you know, there's not many women who have a higher level of carpentry skills, but when she says that she does, or when you, especially when you see the work that she's done, for example, that deck out there, I don't know if you know, that's a new deck. Snoop built that this see, summer, earlier this shit. summer. She, she did that. That's her. Yeah. But the way guys will try to mansplain her about how you should do this, how you should do that. And, and it's just, it's. It's, it's frustrating. So you ask yourself, does she have, if she had... She's the expert, you are not, but because you're a man, you're going to sit there and try it. Yeah. So then also ask yourself, um, if she were a man... With would you this, do the same? Yeah. Would you say the exactly. same? With the same experience, would you automatically assume she already? And would this be go. something she should already know? And there's that ingrained thing in society. Right. Yeah. If it's something she should already know with all that, 
then don't explain it to her. She probably already knows, right? So would most dudes with her education experience already know this? That was question number four. Question number five. Is your explanation going to add any value or improve or save her life in any way? <laughs> like, for example, is she currently right now looking down the barrel of a gun to see if it's loaded? Right. Go ahead and explain. That's not mansplaining. Right. That's life-saving That's life-saving. Shit. That's, that's, life that's don't, good advice. That's good advice. <laughs> so you're not mansplaining. Go for right. it. You know, right. You're going to save her life. But like, for, are you just being a dick for being a dick? For example, I'm sitting with, um, last year I was doing my last year of college. And uh, I was also helping my son do his homework at the same time. So yeah. we're sitting yeah. at the library. And so... Uh, Swing that mic towards me a little oh, bit. Oh, sorry. Then it'll get... So, yeah, that's better. Um, he, he, he asked me, Mom, I can't remember. How do, you, um, how do you calculate the area of a rectangle? And mm -hmm. I said, oh, sweetie, it's, it's length by width. And this man come up and he says, actually, well, actually, actually well, actually, it's base times height, which is the same thing. It's the same thing. thing. But all he did, he did, did he add value to that? No, all he did was ruin my son's faith in my knowledge to help him through with his homework. He made me look stupid in front of my son. And you can go back to the first question, which is, did anybody even did ask Did anybody you? even fucking ask you? <laughs> Nobody asked you. So, um, yeah, and then also the last one is just because it worked for you doesn't mean that she's in the same situation where right. it will work for her. Like with the right. example with the garbage or the grocery bags. Just because you can hang your arms and walk that way, is it, does she have the same? A lot of men will plug their circumstances into the woman's life and expect it to fit. Right. It right. doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't fit their situation. No. So don't mansplain her. She knows her situation. She knows what to do if it rains. You know what I think <laughs> the most important of those points, those questions, mm -hmm. is the first one. Did anybody even ask you? Did anybody? What is it that brings these men to feel that their interjection is? wanted or is necessary or can be that's, beneficial. That's one that I haven't, that's what I'm saying. That's one of the an, questions. But I, well, I wonder if it's just simply put that ingrained idea well, that men this, are superior. This is a theory that I have actually because I also studied a little bit on that. Yeah, yeah. So in 1859 during the Industrial Revolution, we're going to, I mean, I'm smacking. You going back I'm going history on this too. <laughs> I do my research so I Come know on, what girl. to do <laughs> if it rains, Chip. Well. I figured it out, Chip. Well, say okay. amen, church. <laughs> I did my research, bro. Okay, anyway, so I did my research. So, But in 1859, so during the Industrial Revolution, um, there were people that became like nouveau riche. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. people suddenly, all these poor people are yeah. getting some money right. and they're building up on stuff. So in 1859, um, I don't know the author, but in England, they wrote uh, a book called The Habits of Good Society. Okay. okay? And I got a screenshot of it because it was a good post. In it, um, let's see. The habits of, no, that's some Goya. That's a Dobo. I was looking from Dobo. <laughs> <laughs> so during the Industrial Revolution, okay, so the middle class starts expanding. And um, they made these etiquette manuals to teach these new rich people, like, how to have social graces. Yeah. Just because yeah. you have money now doesn't mean you're the boss. Right. And so there was in this, um, it's called the Handbook of Etiquette for Ladies and Gentlemen. The man who makes too much of his peculiar excellencies, who attempts to engross conversation with the one topic he's strong in, who having traveled is always telling you what to do on that continent. Now, this was written in 1859. Okay, So it says that um, who being a great man in any line puts himself prominently forward, 
condescends, talks loud, or asserts his privileges is a vulgar man, be he king, kaiser, or cobbler. She said vulgar. Vulgar. I didn't. I didn't write that. This. Be, but he, be he king. Be he king, kaiser, kaiser or cobbler. Or cobbler. Whether you're making no shoes. No matter your status. If you think you know better than somebody you are else, vulgar. you are a vulgar, vulgar. Say it man. again. Vulgar. You are vulgar. Hashtag vulgar. And this is in 1859. <laughs> that is a very interesting thing to come out during those days. You know, when you had your 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 fiffy, fancy, rich people kind of running things in society. Right, right, right. But that information is out there in 1859. In 1859, they knew this mansplaining shit is not nice. Stop, right. stop it. You yeah. know. So, I, like I said, mansplaining's been going around forever, and ever. <sighs> but here's the question: because, like I said, we, we have a couple questions in the air. We're not really sure what I, I'm not really sure because I haven't gone deep into the psychology. There is probably an answer. I just haven't. But found it, but it. it opens the door to a great conversation. Yes, it opens the door to a great. It conversation. It opens the door to some deeper thought, and and people need to jump in the comment section here and talk about. I this would and like let's that. Get it, let's get and not only that, going. but if any of these men out there were offended by anything I have to say, I would like them to come on your show. And I would like a rebuttal. I mean, not really rebuttal, a, a rebuttal that's angry, but like... Um, and that's important to people. say, yeah. If you if you know for a fact you're a mansplainer, come on the show and tell us why you do it and, and why you feel it's necessary. And that's important to say I and, to, learn. And, to, and to qualify that statement by, by saying, and I, I say this all the time on my podcast, I'm not afraid to offend or upset people. Uh, the only thing about that whole process that bothers me is if there is no dialogue afterwards. Yeah. Don't walk away mad if you hear us say something that you're, that, that, that touches you in a way that you don't like. Yeah. Open your mouth and let's talk about let's it. Let's talk about it. And if we're wrong... We'll say we're wrong and uh, we'll come to a new Like agreement. I said, I do the scientific method. And scientific method is well, um, I'll have a hypothesis until somebody proves me wrong. And if somebody proves me wrong with evidence, it opens the door to that dialogue. I'll accept that. It opens the door to that dialogue where through which we can possibly learn something new. Right. And that's that's all this is about. This is not about bashing or anything. But I am. But you are speaking truth. I mean, I'm speaking, speaking truth. Yeah. Because, like I said, it's, it's trauma to women uh, because we get it so much. There's some women that. It's true trauma because they've been in that abusive relationship. So how do we stop it? Now, this is something that I've been thinking about. How do we stop the mansplaining or at least slow it down? Do you feel that that microphone is blocking your face too much? I'm fine I with it. <laughs> Nobody needs to see my face. <laughs> I can talk like this. What's up? <laughs> but, yeah, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I turn it like that. Um, you but, know what we could do? If oh. you push... In that center arm, push everything down. There you go. Oh, there we go. And then oh. lift that up. Look at you directing. There you go. Look at you directing. Look, there it is. You twist. Twist and shout. There. See, and that wasn't mansplaining. And I asked you how to do it. <laughs> but this one needs to but be tightened. that needs to be tightened. There we go. There we go. Okay. 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 So where do I start? Oh, how to make it stop. Technical difficulties, and now we're back. <laughs> now you guys can see Tiffy a little better. There you go. Isn't she cute? <laughs> so the question was, before that interruption, <laughs> the question was, um, how do we make it stop? Because we still need to make it stop. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know, I'm sure there's experts that have more understanding of it, but in the meanwhile, it's traumatizing women. Yes. In a, in a true, yeah, real, absolutely. like I said, I'm I, with you on that word. That I cannot... This this has stopped me from driving in a car with any men. That in is it. a proper use of the word trauma. I mean, it, it, it yes, it's absolutely. PTSD. Yes, so that's absolutely. why women react so strongly to it, and sometimes we yeah. So that's that's our from our perspective. But how do we make it stop? Well, about five years ago, I remember that I was kind of I was on the dating scene, and um, dick pics were right. like 
everywhere. Yeah. You couldn't you couldn't go if you were had single on your thing. I got dick pics. If they was slam me with a dick pic before they even said hello. Sliding in my DMs. Boom. Wiener, you know, and then it was so goddamn prevalent. I'm like, oh, I never but understood that. What I didn't. They, what are they looking for? I don't know. I don't know. And they were like awful. But now, you know, I was talking to a girlfriend uh, about three or four months ago and she was on the dating scene and she goes, you know what? Dick pics aren't really a thing anymore. And that means that women somehow had stopped the dick pics. And how did that not stop it completely? She goes, said that that's a lot less dick pics, you know, in, in uh, the dating scene. And what happened was women made people aware of it. There was hashtag dick pics. We made fun of dick pics yeah. on, you know, no. there was websites devoted to like whenever you get a dick pic, you send that dick pic and then you rate the dick pics and, you know, public shaming and all well, whatever we did, hashtags and stuff. We made people aware of it and made people know that we're laughing at you. We don't yeah. like it. It's stupid. Stop it. And I think that hashtag mansplaining needs to be the next thing that we go on and let them know we are not having it anymore. Like, you know, with Chip, I mean, I had it out with him. I had it out with him. Did he get it, though? Did he understand? Yeah. He did. That's why I said we kissed and made up, because yeah. I was like, I don't know if you understand that's right. you, how you small you, you okay made. Now. Yeah, yeah, we're good yeah. now. Yeah. Because he is, because that's why he's the you know a dude that I will never let go of in my life. What, what about Derek, though? Did he get it? Oh, I, I kicked his ass out the road. I his, threw his, his black ass. <laughs> oh, no, wait, he's like a, a white Canadian. He Sorry. was a white Canadian. <laughs> I kicked the black right off him. I have never heard of a white dude from Canada named Derek. Derek. I almost don't believe you. <laughs> it's Derek. If I said it was Leroy, would that be more believable? Yes, yes, yes. Not to generalize, but yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he was Derek, yeah. So, so yeah. But we have to make people fully aware that it is we have thing. to call it out. It is a thing. It is a source of a lot of trauma, and it's it's just it's uh, it's irritating. It's not just irritating. It's traumatizing. It's, it's traumatizing. fucking traumatizing. Yeah. Just like white explaining to you, and just like if somebody kept telling you how to eat and what you're doing, yep. when you know you're doing what's right for you, exactly. That would give you body dysmorphia. Exactly. It would fuck you up. And exactly. so, women, when guys say, "God, she's crazy." Maybe you're making her fucking crazy. Right, Stop right, telling her what right. to do before. Just have a little faith in her. That was my discussion with Chip. I said, that's what I'm grieving. I'm grieving the part of our relationship where I thought you had faith in What was in his me. response? Oh, he was, he hugged me and he was so sorry. So he totally rolled he told, over. He and, totally rolled over. Well, not totally. I don't want to say rolled over. But he, he. He understood where you were He understood. He sat okay, down good. and listened. He listened. I'll, I'll venture to say that I think most men, when they are, and, and again, I believe a lot of men do this mansplaining and they don't realize they're doing it. But I believe that uh, there's a big handful of men who, when it is pointed out to them, they do understand what they've been doing, but they still won't admit it. Right. They still won't change. They, won't they will change. try to explain it away. Well, I was just trying to help. I was just making sure. I was just making or sure that I was, was just playing devil's advocate. Those are or, always the answers. And or they'll try to turn it into some chivalrous thing that they were trying to be, trying to, I don't know, um, prove their their worthiness as a, as a you know i'm here for you as I'm a protector yeah, yeah exactly and, and i think that that was that in his role, role he's got a protector yeah. role on me but so. again i think that's bs excuses i think they know exactly what they did but they're going to these classic excuses well, to try and wipe excuse. it away to try to wipe it because yeah. if if they if they're the end of their sentence is i was just making sure or uh 
I was just playing devil's advocate. They absolutely knew that they, they were, knew what they were, they were over explaining. Absolutely. They absolutely knew. Because first of all, it, it, ain't nobody asked you for role play. Okay. And role play, if you're going to role play, you can make money off of that. I know, <laughs> I know women that get like, you know, two bills an hour to, to do some role play, right. you know, bring on a costume, but right. ain't nobody asked you to role play. Save that role playing for your OnlyFans page. OnlyFans slash <laughs> Tiffy slash OnlyFans. <laughs> Or OnlyFans slash Tiffy dot. No, no, but again, if 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 men would would use, and I think it's it's the same for anybody who gets caught doing something that they know they're not supposed to. You know, you talk about people being canceled and whatnot. I think the best defense for being canceled, or the best defense when you're caught mansplaining or you're caught doing anything wrong, is to not defend it. Yeah. Just, ah, oh, gosh, you know what? I fucked up. And you right. know, I would, and that's what Chip did. He goes, you know what? I fucked up. I'm sorry. I didn't, I did not realize it how it would affect you. doesn't take any mental gymnastics for a dude to understand that what he was doing was toxic and damaging. It was damaging, yeah. You know, you know you did that. So just take a deep breath and, and admit he did. it. And, and that's why I could forget. And forward acting differently. Change yourself. I'm then. hoping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because this shit just happened last week. So, you know, this whole, oh, yeah, e -bike, it's very recent. Like I, I said, I'm still in the grieving process. Ooh. That's why I was hoping coming on this show, talking to you, you always okay. make me feel better, John. Well, thank you. And thank not only you. that, but the comments that you get from your fans and stuff like that, from your listeners, um, I want to hear from your listeners. To I need, I need a little bit of help to kick me over from the depression stage into acceptance so that I can go forward with my understanding of why men do it so that I don't have that trauma. People need so to remember the reason for this podcast first and foremost it's a selfish reason it's for me to get inspired to get motivated i'm trying to fix my life after the after losing my son i'm trying to find a new way i'm trying to find motivation and inspiration but secondary but a very close second is i hope that the things that are talked about on this podcast can help you you people who are watching and listening yeah. and i truly believe i've had a couple of um episodes about uh women who have experienced traumatic things from men and those episodes always do well because it's we're talking about real issues yeah. and people get engaged yes. so i want people to engage on this one and talk and I guarantee you, some of the things that you've said here so far will help somebody. Yeah. It'll give somebody the strength maybe to, you know, you talk about how you actually approached Chip and now things are on their way to being better with your friendship. Right. That's going to inspire somebody who maybe has just been kind of taking it to yeah. now maybe go back and say to this friend or the guy there in the relationship and yeah. say, hey, man, this is what you did to me. Let's talk about yeah. this. Yeah. I think that's going to inspire people to do I that. I think the first thing I did um, with Chip was I said, you know, through all this mansplaining, do you even remember the question I actually <laughs> asked you? Do you remember the question I asked him? You don't even remember, right? <laughs> After all the mansplaining, it's it's yeah. it's such a gaslighting process. You that lose you, track of what the whole you, essence the of the question is. I asked him, John, the question I asked him was, can I borrow a thousand kroner? Can I borrow? There you go. That was the way. For your, all for this, your, for your there's L three, there's three answers. Oh, sorry. There's three answers you can give that. You can say, yes, I have the money. Here you go. Or no, I don't have the money. I'm sorry. I can't help you. Or yes, I have the money, but I don't like those things and don't want to give you the money. All three of those answers would have been acceptable. Not, are you sure? And then lead into a mansplanation. Just answer the actual question. Just answer qu the actual question. It's, you know, that's another, that should be another one on my list. Should, Ask yeah. yourself, is the shit that's coming out of your meaty mouth right now have anything to do with the questions she actually asked you? 
I can't believe I forgot what the question even yeah. was. But yeah, but you know, you go, you go through all this back and forth and round and around with BS that really doesn't address it, the issue. It, it's just him trying to verify his, I don't know, his manliness. or his, Making you feel small. Yeah, I know more you, than you. you, and, you it's, know. and it's the ultimate gaslighting. It, it can was. make you, the one who asked the original question, forget what you actually right. asked. And not only that, but like, who the fuck was he to quiz what I do with my money? He, I'm not Britney Spears. I'm not person, in a conservatorship, okay? I don't person, need to deal yeah. it's my It's my fucking money. I ask my children <laughs> what they're going to do with their money, and that's it. Yes. Because they're children. They're I children. I never think of asking another adult those kind of questions. And then, and he had to make sure that I was spending my money in the right way. Just say Why? yes, no, or I need to we, think about we it. We don't live together. We don't share no bills. We don't have anything that we, um, you know, even when I come over and chill and spend the night, I bring my own fucking dinner. Right. You right. know, we have no finances together. Right. He has nothing to do with my right. finances. So why did he have to make sure? His answer should have been, I mean, who am I to say what someone else should do? My answer would have been yes, no, or can I think about it? Yeah. All those questions and trying to qualify it and in all those ways is, I mean, that's classic mansplaining. That was that's classic gaslighting. It was gaslighting, and that's yeah. why it, just, it broke my heart, shattered my heart. That hurts. And it, and it actually has now changed our relationship, which is why I'm grieving. Because now do I, don't know, I don't know how bad? to be in this relationship. Do you think you'll learn, though? Do you think oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, like, it's, it's not the first time he's mansplained me something, yeah. but this, was, this just cut me so deep. Yeah. Because, like, first of all, asking me all these questions, like, I used to be a mechanic. You think <sighs> I can't buy something? with wheels and figure it out like to know what kind yeah, i need for my purpose army, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah so like like i don't know what to do with uh you know, i don't know how to buy something that suits my my purpose it's, it was so who the fuck are you to make sure so what's the what's the remedy for for mansplaining that's why I, that's why i said the remedy i think first of all you got to call the monster by its name women if you're getting mansplained at the time and i know it's difficult to call it out at work because sure. there's a professionalism there but um you know uh try not to get bowled over and Use the M word. I know you're mansplaining. Yeah, yeah. Cut them off. Don't let them get to make the. Make them aware of what they're doing. Make them aware of what they're doing. Sometimes it'll be a wake up call for the man, and he will change. It will. Not all the time, but sometimes now, it will be a wake up call. And then when they they inevitably go to the defense of, <laughs> I wasn't mansplaining. Finish the sentence for him. I know. I know. You were just making sure, right? Or yeah. I know. I know. You were just playing devil's advocate, yeah. right? Yeah. Did I ask you to do that? You know, uh, I see a lot of people in society will flip it and put the responsibility on the men and say, you guys just have to educate yourselves. What do you think of that? I think that's incorrect. I think women, other women need to do what I did and really go into the history of it, why it happens, the psychology of it. So, but Don't uh, you think we need a little bit of self-awareness? We men do need to just... Men need self-awareness yeah. and, and, and women need to be prepared. Prepared be for prepared, yeah. women need to be prepared. That's what it is like. You, and you, you can we can sniff out the man's plan. But do you think? But do you think uh, there's women out there who don't really understand that? Uh, maybe they've never had a definition put on this thing that they experience constantly. Right. Which was why whenever so talking about it then will define we, it. Why and, it was so it was so phenomenal when Rebecca uh, Solnit wrote that essay. She put she gave the How do you spell her name so people spell uh, it out. Rebecca well Rebecca with two C's two C's S-O-L-N-I-T uh, check Rebecca, that out people check it out the essay is called Men Explain Things to Me Facts Didn't Get in the Way it was written in 2008 and it became a phenomenon because she um named the monster it has been going on for centuries for women and stuff we just didn't have a name for it I want to ask you before I forget 
maybe you can take a screenshot of your notes and send that to me. And then when I put in the, uh, I can put some of that in the description with some links. Okay. To, to, you know, to I'll type it, it out though. It's, it's a hot mess. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if you could do that for I'll me, because I think out. you, I think you're giving some good information that people really, it would be great if they could just click on a link and they go right into her work. Yeah. For yeah. Example. Yeah. I can actually, I'll write an article Perfect. on it. I mean, I've been, I've been doing so much study on this since March. Again, it's a great topic, and I think there's not enough focus on things like that because it's things like mansplaining that poison our society to the point where we are as distant from one another as we are now. We have these different factions. You have the the feminist mm-hmm. movement, and then you have the 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 you know the men who are against it. Right. And I don't think that feminists and men who are against yeah, they're called meninists 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 I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think they necessarily have to be so divided if there was a light that was shined on the things that feminists stand for i think a lot of these guys who are against it would actually be like oh wait a minute I'm they're not just defensive that. exactly they're, they're just offended yeah they're, they're offended same and they're thing, defensive same thing with Politically, the yeah. right and left. Same thing with uh, racial issues. Yeah. If people would just define, you know, clearly define their standpoint so that the other side has no choice but to see the simplicity of it. Right. Because there's nothing complex here. It's nothing. Doesn't it just boil down to human decency? It does. And if we could somehow shine a light on that basic element of human decency, I think we'd solve a lot of problems. We would. We would. I think we'd solve mansplaining. I think so. I'm I'm not saying we would eradicate it. No. But it wouldn't be the, the, the... It wouldn't be the tra- the source of so much trauma for right. women as it is today. It would be like like how dick pics have kind of right. tapered off a little. It'll taper off a little bit, and then it won't be such a tra- traumatic you know thing. Cool? Total side total side move here, but uh, dick pics. If they invented, uh, and who knows, maybe they will someday. If cameras, you know, from a photo, if you were able to extract DNA from a photo, <laughs> and then figure out whose dick that is. Well, you don't and really then need publicly. Shame there, them. There's like, aren't there little like sign chips too? Uh, there's markings on photos, so you can find out where the photo was taken. There's That's already right. information. If you get down into the forensics of photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They already but have who, that. But I'm saying, who? Ha- but who has access to that? Uh, I I'm think saying if you if you get a dick pic, if you yourself could just you know take that picture and put it in some, I'm, I'm some pretty sure there are some programs out there. That, are there really? Because I watched okay. this um, I watched this uh, documentary. It was fascinating doctor documentary on Netflix. Uh, it's called Don't Fuck with Cats. Did you see that one? No, I haven't. Okay, well that, look that up. Look that time. up and watch it. But basically, it's about you know this this sick fuck who was torturing, taking videos of him torturing cats. Uh. And on the internet, you can do anything on the internet, yep. but the number yep. one rule is you don't fuck with cats on the internet. People love cats. They got kitty pictures and everything. So these um, home sleuths, I guess you want to say, tried to track this man down so they can bring him to justice. So it's 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 fascinating. It's fascinating. Because the guy goes on to murder somebody, too. I can't find it. Oh, but okay. you probably looked at it on a VPN. Do you use a VPN? No, no, I watched it like uh, years ago, so maybe oh, it's okay, out of there. Yeah. But we'll find it again. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of cats, I saw a cool meme. It said it was a picture of a beautiful German Shepherd, uh-huh. be- you know, standing in profile, looking very majestic, and it said, uh, "Dogs may be man's best friend." Dot dot dot. And then at the bottom was this scraggly looking cat showing a middle finger through with its paw, and it says, "But a cat will never tell the police where your drugs are." That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Great, uh, great meme. Speaking of cats. Yeah, speaking of cats. Total side trip off of what we were talking about, but I had to put that out there. Yeah, in order to stop it, I think, first of all, men need to have a little bit of insight and be honest with themselves. Yes. And and stop this. Awareness, awareness. Awareness, awareness. Shine a light on it. 
take five second a five second breath before you go and explain something and you think you need to take five seconds and go through this list of did anybody fucking ask you first you know but why do dudes get so defensive why won't they go through that five second pause to think it through why do they refuse there's this need to feel um superior and to, it's to establish the, it's thing. establishing dominance you got to establish dominance and uh, I'm trying to remember the last time I felt the need to establish dominance. And I think it has to go back to when I was playing college football. Yeah. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> you know, in all seriousness, this this whole thing with actively trying to establish dominance, I think, is one of the biggest signs of weakness that a man can have. I think so. It does. It shows for me, it shows a lot of fragility because Absolutely. And this is, this Absolutely. is, I want to come to that too, uh, in the sense that I have followed you on the internet, uh, you know, on the social medias and all that stuff. And never once have I ever seen you mansplain anybody, but, you know, so there are men out there. I'm like a hashtag, not all men, not all men do this. There are lots of men that do not mansplain. There are lots of lovely men in my for life. Me, for me. Well, thank you for saying that. Yeah. Am I a lovely man? You are a lovely, you you are saying, a lovely man. I'm digging for conversation. <laughs> but that, but that, that's because I very strongly identify with the way... There's, there's a photograph out in my living room of my grandmother, my aunt, my mom's sister, and my mom. And there's only one person missing from that photo, and that's my great aunt, my grandmother's sister. Yeah. But those three women in that picture, they are the ones who made me the man that I am today. Yeah, They are the ones who taught me uh, what I know about respecting people. And I th and again, it boils down to something so basic as human decency and respect. It they is. taught me that. I couldn't imagine, I just, I, I couldn't imagine raising my hands to a woman because I would be going against what they taught me. I couldn't imagine devaluing the, 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 the opinions or the thoughts of a woman simply because she's a woman. When those three women were the ones who gave me my analytical right. way and my and compassionate way. And they proved way. to you that they could get the shit done. So I w I'm wondering, is it because men have been raised to be men? You, you know. That chest pounding shit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they had that father who was the 1950s madman uh, right. type. You know, right. Because, you know, at my, my generation, we were raised by boomers. So, and they had that mentality. And you know, we're, we're the same generation. I'm on the higher end of the, Right, of and I'm on the low end. Right, but 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 we still were based, I don't know, I, I think I was just lucky to have such a great influence from I the think women in my family. That's what it is. It's if, if men, I believe that if men have a strong female influence I growing up. I think that has a lot to say. They have about, a little more respect yeah, about yeah. women can't get shit done. You know, I've seen my single mom, you know, right. drag water down the street and whatever right. she made, she got shit done. Right. You know, and so this is an Another way to stop mansplaining is what we need to do as women is raise our sons in, a, you know, be that female role. Start model. the trend. Start the trend. Yeah. I'm a single mom and my little boy respects women. You know, he, he knows a woman can do just as much as a man can do. You know, he's, so we got to raise our boys better. And I I, so I have hope for, to be a good man. I have hope for the mother, future. Looking at his mother and the views that you have, I think you, I think. And not just the mother, but I'm talking about big mamas need to come sure, in. Sure. Aunties need to come sure. in. See, um, I had all that. Best yeah. girlfriends, you know, yeah. like if you, if I got a best girlfriend and we raise each other's kids, you know, bring the women in your life to You're raise about Jennifer. 
Jennifer, yes. I, I love her. Yeah, it's been a long time. She she helped me quite a bit with my uh, website when I was first. Yeah, out. she's great. And shout out to Jennifer. Shout out to Jen. Love you. I miss you too. I haven't so, spoken to her in over a year. I haven't That's spoken to her in like a couple months too, but it's been COVID and all that. Yeah. But, but you know, like, so bring in. Don't be afraid to bring in other strong let women. Let your circle. Let your circle of influence be a trendsetter when it comes to these things and how men, how how boys are raised. Yeah. Because you're going to dictate what kind of man they're going to be, and that starts from day one. That's starts from day one so i have hope for the future generation but right now for the time being with uh the generation we have right now that was is it raised lost? Is it a lost it's cause? not lost because there are a lot i mean I, I are, these guys are stubborn they're stubborn they are stubborn but no they have no introspection they don't know that they're <laughs> well, doing those are the wrong. narcissists there's no hope for those ones those are just a plain out narcissist but if there's so those, men out there they, we can write them off we can they're, write them they're off not going to change because they, they won't they don't have but the capacity how, but how how big of how, how big of a how many of them are in this pool of men who mansplain? Well, they say 1% of the population is narcissists. Like a full-on fucking narcissist. So you know if you got 100 men in front of you, you know, you got yeah, one of them, the is, man, you yeah, can but, write them off. Yeah, but among the mansplainers, don't you think there's a higher percentage than 1% of narcissists? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. There's a lot more mansplainers. So that's what I'm saying. So I'm wondering I think if this is a lost cause. It's not a lost cause. It's a lost cause for the narcissist. Just okay. write them off. But I okay. think guys like Chip. Guys like Chip, I think if the ones that do listen, Chip is a great listener. Yeah. If I get mad about something, he's like, all right, I'm you. sorry, let's talk about He'll it. He'll hear you. He'll heal me out. Yeah. And he didn't see my perspective of it. And once he saw how that affected me, you know, uh, then he's like, I, I realize now that maybe my protectiveness is not protecting her. It's actually hurting her. Right. So now maybe he might change a little bit too. <sighs> so there is hope for some mansplainers, probably a lot of them, probably the ones that don't know they're mansplaining, which is why they need to go. We'll, we'll, we'll post the list of questions that they need to ask. But did anybody fucking ask did anybody, you? That's my favorite one. Did anybody fucking because ask you? Because that can you? cut off a lot of right mansplaining if you just ask yourself that question. Right oh, there. Wait, well, wait a minute. If she nobody did. Said any, nobody said I should, I should say And if anything. she did ask nobody. you, you're not mansplaining. Right. Go for it. Right, right. That's Share totally your knowledge. Totally different situation. But I don't know. Men just jump over that they part. They jump over that part. They forget that. So question number one. If you don't remember any of the other questions, remember question number one. Did anybody fucking ask you? Did anybody you? even ask But you? I want some, I, I would really like to have, you know, a self-proclaimed mansplainer or somebody that had realized they were a mansplainer, but after this podcast, or hadn't realized, but after this podcast, they think, you know what, maybe last time when I talked to my sister, maybe I was talking down to her, you know, and maybe, maybe I'll have a little more insight. If I just want somebody else to come on this show and give a, a man's view I was going to say, we, that's a great, um, that's a great podcast to have a third person here, a, man, a guy, yeah, maybe someone who totally, yeah, oh, well, I don't know, are you thinking a mansplainer who wants to change or a mansplainer who is just... just anybody who, who, who wants to no. comment on this, not one that... Uh, the problem is... The problem I want is, the one that wants to change. And, the problem is finding that guy. That will admit it. Yeah. I don't know, because uh, like I, I said, mansplaining is very of uh, a fragile part of the manhood. You know, they're very, very fragile. So of course, admitting it is when you're already fragile is not. They don't I have the bravery get, to say uh, it. I can't even get someone who leans to the right, politically speaking, to come on this podcast really? and debate me. I've been uh, trying for months. I'm not even looking for a debate, John. I want a discussion. A discussion. Yeah. I want to learn from you know what was it that triggered you. I want to debate. Debate was the wrong word. Discussion. But discussion. but I can't. I I think people are and, and to me that is a testament uh, uh, to the shakiness 
of your beliefs if you're not even willing. You know, you, you talk all that yin-yang yeah. on social media, <laughs> but when someone offers you a mic and a camera and you can speak yeah. to thousands, you but you won't up. do it, that tells me that you don't really believe in your own BS. Right. And I think there's a lot of people out there. Again, I say I, say, I believe there are men who are chauvinist pigs right. and they know it and they know it's wrong, but they don't have the balls to change yeah. because that change will signify but, weakness. But there are men mean? out there that are protectively mansplaining like Chip who didn't realize what they were doing right, were mansplaining. Right. And maybe they heard this podcast and go, I did that once. Fuck, I didn't realize how much I hurt her. Well, that would be a great And that would be great to come in because I want to know. I want to pick their brain. I want to know, yeah, dude, what what was it that triggered you to say that? Was it out of protectiveness? I can respect that. you know. And then can you hear me about what it does to our self-worth and how we feel? Because Chip only got mansplained once one year ago. You know, yeah, He's a white yeah. guy. So I get mansplained three points. You know, it'd be funny if uh, if Derek is a white guy, but if Chip was a black guy, that would be. I'm sorry, people. No, that'd be. It. I would like to see a black Chip. I would like to see a black Chip. Oh, Chip. But anyway, if there's any men out there that are brave enough to admit. I was wrong or admit, come on the show, and come on this show this. or anybody that wants to stand their ground and go, no, you know, uh, or at least jump in the comments. When you section. have the knowledge, you should share your knowledge at every chance you get. I agree so much. And again, to me, it's a testament uh, to, to the shakiness of your, the foundation of your standpoint, if you're not willing to discuss it. Yeah. So please, if you, if you come in the comment section, great, but I would, I, I think it's a much more profitable experience, both for the viewers and listeners, but also for the, 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 the potential guests if they come on a microphone yeah. and let's learn talk something together I want to learn something together because yeah. yeah. like I said I'm not here to bash hashtag not all men and actually hashtag not most men there's just a lot of them it's like a lot of them there's I mean, a lot of them there's too many of them there's, and, there's and again so it's causing too much trauma it's, it's causing too much division it is and so that's why we don't work we need less anymore. of that stuff we need less of that stuff but anyway that was that was what I studied so far and I really want to continue this study I, I, I find it fascinating it like, really is I, like fascinating. I said I went all the way back to the industrial revolution I want to know more history of it how people have tried have they tried to stop it Cause you should it, put that into an ebook. Dude, I'm I'm ready. <laughs> with, your sense, with your sense of humor and the content, the information itself, I think that'd be a good read. No, I'd love to do to it. To put your observations into an ebook and doesn't have to be long. No. You know, <laughs> it doesn't. 100, 100 pages? That's 50, it. 50 to 100 pages? Yeah. I mean, I can just even write an article about it. Just a really quick article and just link to all the studies that I read. I'll post it on my blog. I'd be happy to write an article. JohnAllenPod.com, J-O-H-N-A-L-A-N-P-O-D.com. I'll be happy to write an article. I mean, because yeah. I did study. It's not like I'm sitting here just bashing on men, so. Well, yeah. men need bashing. <laughs> No, but I say that in all seriousness. People who are doing wrong, and when I say men, I'm talking about those who are doing wrong, uh, but people in general who are doing wrong yeah. need bashing. You know, there's yeah. a lot of toxic, bullshit women out there, too. Yeah, that's, yes. And women, you know, it's not, hand, it's, not, it's, it's, it's not hands off, you know, when it comes to holding women to accountability. Women mansplain, too. Uh, women mansplain, they too. They do. I think a lot of women, uh, and I may catch some flack for this, but I think there's a lot of women out there, not a majority, but a lot of women out there who hide behind the feminist movement. Um, they see themselves as somewhat untouchable, and then they think they can say and do whatever the heck they want. Oh, yeah, there's because yeah. if you attack me, then you're uh, you're an anti-feminist. Yeah, 
they're hiding behind that, you know, and, and being a feminist doesn't give you a license to be a dick. No, it doesn't. You know? No, it doesn't. You know, no, it doesn't. So I understand what you're saying. Cause there are some women that, uh, I believe in holding people accountable for what they say. Absolutely. And, and I believe in challenging in a, in a, in a, in a formal and, uh, uh, in, in a clean discussional format. I believe in challenging people who I disagree with. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be ugly. It doesn't have to be ugly. Because if you if you open your mind a little bit, you might be able to change the world one person at a time. One opinion at a time. Well, yeah. And you can also learn something. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, and I, yeah, exactly. You can get a little insight. Don't Maybe be afraid to learn something, folks. Exactly. You know? And that's what this, this whole thing was about. So It's a great, great, great topic. Yes. Um, so I welcome any comments. And, uh, you know, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to this. Uh, podcast because it's so much fun. I know my voice is awful. No, I think you so, sound great. Is you it okay? Great. Yeah, yeah. You have this Kim Carnes, uh, <laughs> Betty Davis eyes uh, voice. Gotcha. I told you before. I think you can sing the shit out of that song right now. <laughs> I can. I can't hit any pitches. So, but anyway, sorry about my voice. But yeah, come on, come on the show, or at least comment and share this. Share this with your girlfriends. Share this with the dude that mansplained you last week. Let's put so some that, awareness on the topic. Let's put some mansplaining. Uh, let's let's put some explanation on the topic. Let's get some awareness on it. But yeah, send it, post it retweet it um so that people can hear and maybe change a little bit learn a little bit or come back for a rebuttal start with your own inner circle your own circle of friends your own circle of contact start contact. a discussion start there and let the discussion spread yeah. i mean that's how you make it happen you don't have to think big well i'm sorry think big but you don't have that that thought process doesn't have to be complicated it's, it's mm-hmm. really through a series of discussions that you can make these kind of changes yeah. among the people that you have close contact with. It's not that hard. No, it's not that hard. So mansplaining is, uh, I mean, it's a disease. It's a toxic disease. It causes trauma, and let's do something about let's it. Let's do something about it. Thank you for bringing me on this show to talk about this, because I did. I called you up, and I said, I got something in my heart. Well, I've been I've been waiting uh, patiently, taking into consideration the issue with your voice, Um but uh, but I, I've been I, I've been missing you on. I've show. been missing it. People and people have been asking, you know, what what about Tiffy? Uh, uh, I miss the Tiffy Tuesdays. Those were so fun. T- yeah, that's right, <laughs> Tiffy Tuesdays. Um, but uh, but you're back, and and you know you you always have a you always have a place here, and uh, in fact, the next time you come, I will probably have a much bigger and better studio. Because on the other side of that curtain there, I'm going to open it up and I'm going to make the, this whole thing. Oh, yeah, because I was wondering what was behind the curtain yeah, there. Yeah. I'm like, oh, the wizard. No, so I'll, I'll, uh, I'll open it. <laughs> Ignore the man behind the curtain. Ignore the man in front of the curtain, I thought too. I was going to get punked or something. <laughs> no, the next time you come, I will probably have the, uh, depending on the timing of it all, i got to get right. my, my operation in September, but uh, probably I will have that in, in use. And then that's going to open up for more of um, a panel conversation where i can have two i mean I, f- I fit two guests in here i've had three three of us in okay, here before. Yeah. i've done that before but um i have some topics in mind where i think it would be good to have uh three four five different people yeah. in here and, and have it uh, a proper discussion yeah. i think so so uh because of everyone's interest and support i see the value in investing and making that happen having a bigger studio uh, more microphones yeah, and more, uh, more good content for you people out there. So thank you so much. And thank you, Tiffany, for contributing to, to the good content today. Thank you so much for having me once again. John. Um, 
check out everything uh, on uh, johnallenpod.com. Hopefully Tiffy will write an article that will kind of sum up what we talked about today. I'll be posting that there. Um, Remember to check the description of this episode, and you'll see how you can contribute and support the work that I do on the Coming On Podcast. Buy buy him a coffee, man. Buy me a coffee. I like (laughs) coffee. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Bye Bye. now. That was fun. It was a lot of fun. That was fun. And I do believe.